Greta Thunberg is Time Magazine's Person of the Year. We'll explain why that matters. Also, President Trump signs a new order naming Jewish people a nationality instead of just a religion. And finally, our first look at Lin-Manuel Miranda's upcoming movie. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Clark Flippo. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or even an appealing online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and of course, powerful e-commerce tools. And right now, Squarespace is offering relevant daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com relevant. All right. To tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, Tyler. Hey, hey Clark. So Greta Thunberg got Time Magazine's top annual honor. Huh? Yeah, she went from sitting outside the parliament building in Sweden, where she's from, to serving as the leader of a global movement that culminated in a four million person strong climate strike. Greta Thunberg has had wow. quite a year, and it's probably not a huge surprise to see her face on the cover of Time Magazine, where the 16 year old climate activist has been named its 2019 person of the year. Wow. So why did they choose her? Well, they wrote quite a bit about her. It's a really good piece. Uh, we linked to it over at relevantmagazine.com. I'd encourage people to go check it out. Uh, a little uh, uh, excerpt from it reads, quote, Thunberg is not a leader of any political party or advocacy group. She is neither the first to sound the alarm about the climate crisis nor the most qualified to fix it. She is not a scientist or a politician. She has no access to traditional levers of influence. She's not a billionaire or a princess, a pop star, or even an adult. She is an ordinary teenage girl who, in summoning the courage to speak truth to power, became the icon of a generation. By clarifying an abstract danger with piercing outrage, Thunberg became the most compelling voice on the most important issue facing the planet. Uh, mm. Thunberg has very interestingly made it clear over and over to anyone who will listen that claims like this, however much she might deserve them, really don't interest her. She told Congress this summer while she was visiting the States, quote, please save your praise. We don't want it. Don't invite us here to just tell us how inspiring we're without actually doing anything about it because it doesn't lead to anything. So definitely, uh, in, in my mind, a deserving win for Greta. She's obviously made a huge difference, made, made a, a huge amount of change during her very brief time on the, on the global stage. But this is also something that she's been pretty adamant about not really wanting much of this sort of attention. Yeah. Well, it seems pretty indicative of the broader concern uh, climate change has for her generation, certainly. That's right. Yeah. And that's probably why uh, Time Magazine felt like this was deserved in a lot of ways. Young people in 22 countries, including our own here in the U.S., say climate change is their top concern about the future. Now, Democrats here in America tend to pay a lot of lip service to the issue, but rarely really deliver on substantive change or uh, they, they tend to prioritize other issues. Meanwhile, Republican politicians are generally more inclined to deny the reality of the science altogether. 
But Thunberg's movement really looks ready to leave both of these attitudes in the past, demanding real responses instead of comforting headpats and real change instead of reassuring cliches. Will it work? It's hard to say. The hour, as Thunberg regularly reminds us, is getting very late. But thanks to people like her, one thing humanity will never be able to claim in the face of a worsening climate crisis is ignorance. Right. Well, uh, next up, uh, a new executive order from the president. Yeah, a a really interesting conversation here. So President Donald Trump plans to sign a new executive order that will define the Jewish people as a nationality instead of just a religion. Administration officials say the move is intended to help combat instances of anti-Semitism on college campuses, while critics have raised concerns about potential freedom of speech issues. Hmm. So what's behind this? Why are they doing this? Yeah. Okay. So defining the Jewish people as a nationality and not a religious one would afford Jews protections afforded by some key civil rights laws, namely Title VI of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. That forbids schools that receive federal money from discriminating based on race, ethnicity, or nation of origin. Classifying the Jewish people as a nationality means federally funded schools risk losing their money if they don't enforce campus rules against anti-Semitism. As a senior administration official told reporters, quote, there's been a lot of unclarity surrounding the application of Title VI to Jewishness, basically because of a question of about whether Jewishness is primarily a religion, in which case Title VI would not apply to anti-Semitic discrimination, or whether it's a race or national origin. This executive order will clarify that Title VI applies to anti-Semitism. So uh, what has the re- reaction been to this? Well, it's been a little mixed, and that's where this gets a little bit complicated, uh, could, because it really hasn't been a singular reaction. On the one hand, you have the Orthodox Union. That's our nation's largest Orthodox Jewish umbrella organization. And they've been very positive about this. They say the executive order will, quote, provide new and stronger protections for Jewish students on college campuses against anti-Semitic attacks and harassment. Obviously, that'd be a very good thing. But not all Jewish groups have actually been very positive about this. Interesting. Why not? So the concerns stem from the administration's definition of anti-Semitism, which includes, and this is a quote, claiming that the existence of a state of Israel is a racist endeavor. So some critics say that this definition is a little too broad and it conflates criticism of the nation of Israel, say support of Palestinian people there in the West Bank, as being necessarily anti-Semitic in nature. Uh, So, for example, you have a Jewish human rights group by the name of Tarura. They say, quote, though touted as a means of protecting Jews and of supporting Israel, this planned executive order only threatens First Amendment rights, which include the right to criticize the actions of any country on Earth while confirming a centuries old anti-Semitic trope that the primary loyalty of Jews is not to the state in which they live. They go on to say, quote, this supposition has resulted in horrific discrimination discrimination against Jews in countless countries. We cannot stand for this accusation being brought against American Jews. So basically, the the idea is that this new executive order could be used to silence very uh, meaningful or or non-anti-Semitic criticism of the state of Israel, even when that's Mm. not necessarily racist in nature. It's an interesting conversation, uh, relevant, we're hoping to post shortly some conversations with a few of our Jewish friends to go get into a little bit further right we'll look forward to seeing more from that yeah 
Um, so finally, the first teaser for Lin-Manuel Miranda's movie is here. Yeah. So back before Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda cut his stage musical teeth on In the Heights. That's based on the uh, Chiara Allegria Hughes novel of the same name. And now that musical is getting a movie adaptation from John Chu, who just directed Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, the full trailer is on the way later this week. Uh, but here's the very brief teaser to kind of whet your appetite. It's a story of a block that was disappearing. The streets were made of music. Yeah, I'm a street light choking on the heat. The world spins around while I'm frozen to my seat. Excited about this one. Uh, obviously, everybody's a big fan of Miranda, so we're excited to see what he's bringing for here. Sure. This musical in the Heights was nominated for 13 Tony Awards when it came out in 2008, wow. and it won Best Musical, Best Original Score, and Best Choreography. So, pressure is definitely on, uh, but we're looking forward to seeing that full trailer later this week. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Tyler. Hey, thanks, Clark. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at RelevantMagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. Finally, subscribe to our print magazine and all our other podcasts. We're here every weekday, bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.